Ladies and gentlemen, it is my privilege to introduce to you the hosts of the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast, Jesse and Joe. Episode 6, The Family Gathering. Hi, I'm Joe. Hi, I'm Jesse. And tonight we are going to be talking about the gifts for gamers, the games for family gatherings, what we've gotten recently, and what we play recently. So let's start off with gifts for gamers. Gifts for gamers. It's kind of hard trying to find a gift for you because you have a bunch of games. But I recently found a website called redbubble.com, I believe. If you just search Redbubble in Google, it'll pop up. And they have a ton of different products that you can buy. You can buy t-shirts, sweatshirts, bags, coffee mugs, all with gamer stuff on it. And you can design whatever you want. I also found on Pinterest a bunch of ideas like jewelry ideas and things like that if you just search gifts for gamers. Okay. And obviously a few uh, great sites to, to get games for gamers would be Miniature Market, uh, Cool Stuff Inc., and Card House mm-hmm. are three of the top ones that I know. Just a quick question, just for me personally. Can you get gift cards for those places? As far as I know, you can. Okay. Or just like a electronic gift yeah. card or something yep. like that. For something people. like that, yeah. For those people just wanting to be like, here, go buy whatever game you want. Yeah, but there's there's tons of great games out there. There's new releases and mm-hmm. clearance sections and all kinds of stuff. If you're looking for something special for your gamers. So when you and I were looking at Redbubble, did you you found a couple of things that you thought were cool? Yeah. A couple of t-shirts and things like that. Yep, t-shirts. There's a lot of cool logos out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on? Sure. All right. So some great games for family gatherings. So you don't want anything that has a lot of setup time, a lot of rules. You want something that you know well. Yeah. You want something quick, easy, you can get to the table, you can explain it quickly, and get people playing. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are some of the games you like on family gatherings? Um... I guess I really don't have a preference because you usually pick the game, but I kind of know a few games that you're going to say. First of all, you're going to say Splendor. Yep. Because Splendor is very easy and simple to play. It's very easy, easy to set up. It's very easy to explain. And people can catch on quickly to how it's played. And everybody who we've played with who's never played with played before seems to really enjoy it. Yes. Yeah, they, they, they really enjoy it. And it's very simple rules. And I think I have a player aid printed out. Mm-hmm. We have a play mat for it. There's, it's a simple game with you can only do one action per turn. Yeah. So, and it's, it's fairly quick, about a half an hour. And I know when we played with one of my good friends who now lives in Florida, she... She really enjoyed it, and she bought it for herself 
to play with her family because she wanted to, it was just a super easy game and they enjoyed it too and they never heard of it. Your friend is this? Katie. Alright. I would say another easy game to get a table is, oh, and by the way, Splendor is four players. So if you're doing a family gathering, you kind of want to look at, at how many people are going to play a game. Mm -hmm. So four players on that. Uh, Dragonstone Mine is another four player game. Yep. Very easy. Um, we're taking a gem out of a bag. And you do what the effects say on the card. Everyone has a player aid, so you take the color of the gem, you look at the player aid, and see what you do with it. Then once you fill up all the spires on your, uh, whatever it's called. Your little stand, I guess <laughs> yeah, you would call stand. it. Yeah, your little stand. So there's six spires, and once you fill them all the way up, it signals the game ends, so everyone gets one more turn. And then you score. The thing with that game for me is the scoring. I don't think I've ever actually like looked at it and the other thing is, is it's I just let you score my little yeah it's pretty tower. simple you get one point for every gem that you have on your tower you get uh, I think it's five points for a rainbow above which is one of each of the colors on top I think you get one or five points for a spire that's rainbow and then if you have solid color on Spire, I believe it's seven points. So that sounds it's, about right. It's pretty simple way of scoring, and it's all on the, the one sheet of rules yeah. you get. So. Really not that much. No. Another game that we played on Thanksgiving, which we got six players of us playing, was King of Tokyo. Yep, King of Tokyo is always a great, easy quick game, quick setup, quick play. I mean, it can kind of draw it a little bit, uh, depending on people's tactics. But, uh... <laughs> the first round we played, how short was that? Um, 20 minutes? I think it took everybody out, yeah, within the first 20 minutes. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. Everyone was going for points, I was going for killing. More about that later. Um... King of Tokyo, you get a lot of characters to choose from, too. We have a lot of characters. Yeah. Well, there's, there's quite a few characters in the box. I think there's eight characters or something like that. Mm -hmm. But we have a couple of expansions, and we just got Lollibot, and everybody kind of seems to have that one character, no matter how many characters we have, that they want to play with. Right. Because James always goes for the dragon, the mega dragon. Yeah, the mega dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, he likes that guy. So we've got Splendor, um, the mine one, what's the name of that one, Dragonstone Mine? Yep. And then we have King of Tokyo. Yep. Any other games you can think of? I'd say Munchkin. Pretty Munchkin. quick, cool card game. Fairly easy setup. It's just, uh, you know, knock down the dungeon door, fight the monster, level up. First one to level 10 wins. So. And there's, there's a lot of comedy involved in that. Oh, God. The last time we played it, we played with, what, there was me, you, Jasmine, another friend, and Josh. So there was five of us. And we each had our own little play mat. That was super fun. Mm -hmm. 
except for one person kept taking quite a long time to take their turn. Yeah, well, that'll happen in any game analysis paralysis. Mm -hmm. So I thought of one that I kind of like to play with. I don't know how many people can play it off the top of my head, but uh, Ticket to Ride. Ticket to Ride is a super easy game yep. set up. Learn how to play. You just have to get so many cards to put your trains out, the right number of cards on the board, mm -hmm. and you have an objective. That one's super easy to play, and it's fun. It can get kind of, it can get very competitive depending on who you're playing with and where you each have to go on the board. Yep. I would say another one that's pretty easy that supports five or six players is uh, New York Slice. Which one's that one? The, the pizza game, game where you, you separate the slices and then you get a set collection. So you want to collect certain slices, certain types of pizza, and then at the end of the game, you score how many pieces, who has the majority of that that kind, and then they get points for that. And it's, that game, game has awesome theme to it. It comes in a pizza box. The pizza's slices are two-sided, so you have the crust side and you have the topping side. And they're pretty thick cardboard, too. Yeah, the, the rule book is a menu, and the score sheet is a an order ticket. Order ticket. So it's they they knocked that one out of the park with that game. That was super fun. So I think I only ever played it once, and that was with the kids. Okay. I think you played it a couple of times with your parents. Yep. Possibly. Yep. I would say another game that uh, it only supports four, though, would be uh, Tiny Epic Monster. That's you a, squish. Yes, you squish the hero or you put the hero on your tee. Uh, fairly quick, 15, 20-minute game. Uh, another one right along that is Danger, Danger, Dinosaur. Uh, that one, I believe, supports five or six. About a 15, 20-minute card game where you're, you're cave people. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you're just kind of rolling some dice, trying to get cards. Another game that we played when we had quite a few people, I don't know how many people we had playing this game, but it was Wit and Wager. Yeah. That one you can play with teams, and that was kind of fun. I know it's out there, and a lot of people kind of might know about it, but that one's just a random trivia game. You write down your answer, and whoever the closest gets points, and whoever votes for the right their right answer they get points. Yep. So that one you can get a lot of people playing. Yeah. So. Um, you want to talk about uh, what we've got recently? Go for it. We got Fireball Island on Friday. Yep. And I got to open it. You did? I did. But I did video it, which you didn't see because you never asked for it. And then I talked to you when I was on the phone opening it. Yeah. And I was very surprised. It came in a very large box and I was very surprised at how light this box actually was. And we played it yesterday, Saturday. Yep. With Kathleen, our four year old, and Cassie our eleven now? Yes. She's eleven now. And 
We really enjoyed it. We did. Yep. Uh, I think it's. Well, what did you, what did you think of the the quality? You know, the because I've read a lot of comments on Kickstarter about uh, the box quality, the card quality, the quality of the game, of the game itself. For me, I was very happy with all of it. I think the box is great. The artwork is amazing. Um, I think the gameplay is really fun. I mean, obviously it's not the original Fireball Island, but I think that Restoration Games like hit it out of the park with this, this remake or recopy or whatever. Um, the expansions, I think, had a lot to it. I played with those today. Oh, you did, because I was going to say, we didn't play with the expansions, because I was a little hesitant on, I'm one of those players where playing a game for the very first time and having all these other expansions, because what, we got three other expansions, uh, well, not including the cards? There's Treasure Troll, the Cutlass, uh, can't think of it, Cutlass something. The pirate ship. Yep, and then there's the Crouching Tiger Hidden Bees, and then there's the last adventure. Okay, so there's four. Yeah. And I just wanted to play it, just the base game, just to get a handle on how to play this game. I'm that type of person where it's like, don't throw all this other stuff at me <laughs> before I can learn how to play this base game. You know, I right. think... And going back to that, I mean, I love King of Tokyo, but King of New York just adds all this other stuff to it that I just, I don't get. Yeah, you got the military with that. So, yes. Talking about it, okay, so I completely understand why some people are having issues with the box. It's a very general box. But when you look at it... I think it, the box is fine. It's a cardboard box. All boxes for games are cardboard. The only difference on this one is it does not have the finished inside. Yeah. It's just corrugated cardboard. But all game boxes are cardboard. Yeah. I can I can understand because it's not the nice cardboard, and I think that's what people are having problems with. I think it's a great look, and it, uh, it really embodies the retro aspect of the game. I see where you're going with that. Yep, I get it. So... I think it's great. I don't. I don't think there's really any problem with the box. And if people are worried about how it's going to hold up, how much are you going to play this game? I think we're going to play it a lot because Kathleen absolutely, like the minute we got it, yeah. she wanted to play it. Well, on that other on that aspect is how hard are you going to be on your box? My box goes on my shelf. I take mm -hmm. it off the shelf. I put it back on the shelf. I mean, how much wear and tear is this box going to have where it's just demolished in five years? I don't see that. And I see, I understand why they made everything out of what they did make it out of, because mm -hmm. that way it's lighter, yeah. and it's easier for the marble to do what they're supposed to do in this game. Right. The only thing was, and I understand why they are the way they are, is the, the miniatures, um... They have to be small enough to go on all the spaces. Yeah. So, and that's really not an issue. Um, but overall, I really, really liked it. It's really easy to learn how to play. It is. And the expansions really do not add that much to it. It's just a few little rules. Okay. Like, the, the Last Adventurer adds snakes. 
and so you've got to deal with poison, um, flicking the snakes instead of flicking the embers. Okay. Um, there's a few other things. The boulder. The boulder. You, you flick that. You you put it in front of a tunnel or a cave, and you flick that instead of an ember. Okay. Same thing. If it hits adventure, then you steal treasures. Mm-hmm. Hidden bees or crouching tiger hidden bees. You try to have the tiger jump and knock over an adventurer. If that happens, you get three treasures from the person. Wow. Um, and then the hidden bees is you take this hive of ten bees and you dump it into Volcar. Oh, Jesus. And so it, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. So I, I did that. I would today. love that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really not that much to it. Um some of the, the different stuff, like it adds power-up cards, it adds uh, game and objectives. Um, one of the other expansions adds some some stuff to make the, the game a little nastier. So, and really nothing wrong with that. So, it's, it's a pretty solid game. I'm so very happy with it. How do you move from the main island to the pirate ship? Caves. Caves. Yep. So if you go into a cave, you roll the die that's one, two, and three. Well, there's caves on the pirate ship that are one, two, and three. Oh. So you just same way as if you move on the island through a cave, you move the same way through the cave to the pirate ship. Okay, I I get that. That would have been. See now, I'm not so scared to play with the expansion now. No, and it it adds. Uh, so the the snapshot location on the pirate ship is worth ten points versus five points on island. Wow. Um, but it's also on a um. Uh, unsecured platform, mm-hmm. so you have to stop on that snapshot. Oh. Because the captain's wheel is attached to a plank, and then if the marbles hit it, you can shoot your guy off. So that's why it's worth 10 points instead of 5 points. Okay. Uh, the cursed sapphires are worth 2 points each at the end of the game. The honey pots are worth 6 points at the end of the game, but when you take a honey pot, it also gives you a bee sting, and that bee sting uh, makes you half your movement to your next turn. So you just discard the beast thing and you move half your movement. Okay. So, and then there's the the lost idol, and that's worth seven points at the end of the game. Um, there's the lucky penny, worth six points at the end of the game. Or the bulk car, that's worth seven points at the end of the game. So, I mean, there's, there's lots of points out there to grab. You just have to do it. What are you doing on your phone? I'm texting our 11-year-old who's at her mom's house. Ah, okay. Sorry. So, anyways, let's just explain how easy this game is to play because our four-year-old was how many points away from winning? I think she was only like three points away from winning. Three points away from winning. Yeah. And she didn't even realize it. But the funniest thing when we were playing, her sister got the heart of Volcar. Yes. And so that just, and before, right after this, it set off the cataclysm, so we yeah. had to get to the helicopter. Yes, the fourth marvel was added. So the game end is when someone has either three snapshots and is at the heli, helicopter carrier or helipad, um, or the fourth fireball has been added to the scar. Those two things will signify the end of the game. Mm-hmm. In that point, you have two turns to make it to the helipad. 
And if you make it to the heli pad, then you get the treasure out of the mall. Yep. And she made it first, and she jumped over you, and she jumped over her sister. Yep. And that's how she got the heart. And it was the cutest little thing when her sister had to give it to her. She was like, me. Yep. It was so cute. And then she got the penny. Yeah. She was the first one there, so she got to choose the first treasure out of the mall. Mm -hmm. She took a lucky penny, so that was another six points for her. Yeah. And then you barely, I think you had more treasure. I had a lot of treasure. You had so. a lot of treasure. And mom did not do well no. in that game at all. Like you got six points. But I still liked it. Yeah. So. So I played that today with all the expansions, and I played with Kim and Tom. Mm -hmm. and I don't think they really cared for the game. Um, it seemed like they kind of had problems with the, the quality of the components and the boxes, and, which is fine. I mean, they didn't buy the game. I did. I like it. So I really like it because I think it's one of those games, like I told you before, I think it's a game we can get the kids to play. Right. Oh, yeah. I bought it primarily to play with my kids, not to play with the game group. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, before we played it, Obviously, we played in our game room, and we didn't have the heat on. And Kathleen just kept asking you and asking you, when can we go play Fireball? When can we go play Fireball? Yep. Is it warm enough out there yet? Is it warm enough? Yeah. <laughs> so she was just itching to get out here, and she thought, and she played. Oh, yeah. She did really, really well. Yep. I think it's probably going to be one of her favorites. I think so, which is tough to say, because right now her favorite is um, Unicorn Glitter Luck. Yes. I think Fireball's probably got it beat. Right now, yeah. But she can still pull out Unicorn Glitter like all by herself. Yes. Because she knows she can play that one by herself. What are you doing? I, okay, so um, we played Fireball Island. Okay, today. Yep. Uh, over Thanksgiving, we played Five Minute Dungeon. Oh, God. We played... Uh, Five games of that. And we won once. <laughs> yes, we we did horribly in that game, but and there it was a lot of fun. Five of us playing, weren't there? Yes, there was five of us playing. It was a lot of fun. I don't. It, it doesn't matter if we won, won or lost. I think the kids still had a lot of fun. They did. And they really, really enjoyed themselves. Yep. Yeah, we played. Uh, I think we made it. So that. that first game we won, then we, we played the second one. No, the first game we didn't win. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we well, the when we actually won a game, then we went to the second boss. Mm -hmm. And then we, we we came really close to, to winning that one, but we just ran out of time. Yeah. So, uh, then we played, on Thanksgiving, we played two games of King of Tokyo. And the first game, I annihilated everybody In like very quickly. In like 20 minutes. <laughs> You took everybody out? Yeah. Uh, I think I took everyone out in, like, two turns. Well, you took me, Cassie, and James out. Yeah. There was, like, three of us that you took out in just one fell swoop. Yep. Then I played two games of... Hey, whoa, 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 what? whoa, whoa. Who won the second round of King of Tokyo? Um, I don't remember. Me. I did. Is that true? It is true because I beat you by points. That's true. You were uh, King of Zor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then you, uh, you, you won. 
Then I played two games of Warriors with Cassie. Oh, yep. I remember that. I beat her twice. Her brothers ditched her and went and played on the Xbox. Yep. The first game was a blowout. Uh, the second game, she lost by two points. So she yeah. was she was definitely getting there. She had, to, she had to remember how to play, and you were also playing on your tablet and not the actual game. But it doesn't really make a difference if you play either way, but it was just... She had to remember yeah. how to play. And I, I warned her not to let you get all the portals. Yeah, I like to get the portals. It, it works out for me. I get more dice that way. It does work out for you. But I, in my defense, everybody has the same chance to get the portals. You guys just choose to get monsters, and I take the long road, and I build an engine. Yes. Right. So. I warned her. Uh, and then we played, uh, yesterday we played Fireball Island mm -hmm. with you and Cassie and, and Kathleen, which I won. Um, and then today we played Fireball Island with all the expansions, and I won by quite a bit against Tom and Kim. You annihilated everybody. I did. 68 to 42 to 31. How, what did you do? Well, I had the Heart of Volcar. Okay. I had the Lost Idol. I had the Lucky Penny. I had two uh, two of the Sapphires. I had a Honey Pot with six points. And then I had a bunch of treasure. Oh, my God. They did not stand a chance. Yeah. So that's what happened. And then I gave Tom the, the black spot. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even take his points away for that. Because you, if you end up with a black spot, you, you actually get minus seven points. <laughs> oh, my God. So if you take that into factor, then he actually scored uh, 35 points. <laughs> yeah. So they did not stand a chance. Nobody stood a chance. No. Um, and then we uh, uh, Ekdom came over, mm -hmm. and we played two games of Cube. What's that? It's spelled C I U B. And What's that? It is a really cool little dice game, and Miniature Market has it on sale. It's a new arrival. Miniature mm -hmm. Market has it on sale for twelve ninety nine, and I can't remember how many dice you get, but the quality of this of these dice are are awesome. They're engraved dice, so they're not screen printed. Wow! And I can't remember. It was uh, I think it was like thirty. 32, something like that, dice you get with this game. Okay. And it's only 13 bucks. And it's, it's a decent-sized box game. So is this a Black Friday sale, or nope. is this just an overall this miniature market? This is just a market? normal miniature market price, twelve ninety-nine. This is not a paid promotion for miniature market. We just really love miniature market. Oh, yeah, I, I totally back them all the time. <laughs> but, um, so, I mean, I... I'm considering getting this game. Just it's it's a fun filler game and it's a dice game. So um, I think it's one that I could probably get Cassie to play. Shocker! It's a dice game that you love. Oh, it's it's a really easy to learn game too, and the player aids that these things come with are just amazing. And it it comes in German and uh, English, so um, well the company that made it is in Germany. So, but it, it's a really cool game. Um, you start out with five white dice, and then you can 
get all these other colors and you're, it's, it's a little bit roll for it, so you're using these dice to get the combinations, to okay. get these cards, to get the points. And then once you get the last card, then it signifies game end. So and then you just count up your points and whoever has the most points wins. But Eknum and I played two games of that one. Uh, I think I won the first one and he won the second one. You forgot a game that we played. What's that? On Thanksgiving. What other game did we play on Thanksgiving? I don't know. What other games did we play? A game you made up. Oh, yeah. I'm working on a game, so we, we play tested a few times. I thought it was really fun. So, we'll see. Maybe someday I'll get to you. Maybe. So, that's, uh, that's pretty much what we've done. What else did we receive in the mail? What did we receive in the mail yesterday? Oh, uh, Munchkin Unicorns and Friends. Which was really shocked because originally it wasn't so feared until next Thursday, and then they said next Tuesday, and then it just showed up yesterday. Yeah. My brother came over and he's like, Here, this is for you. I'm like, Oh, a box. Yeah. So, which uh, came with three games that we already have. Yay. <laughs> so, yay is right because for our listeners, right now we will be giving away one game. And so. What is game would you like to give away? Let's do the Spell School one. Okay, so we will be giving away Munchkin Spell School. And all you need to do to enter is go to our email. At Which is? <laughs> Average Joe's Gaming Podcast at Outlook.com and just put entry in the, in the subject line and then write us whatever for a message and then we we will get your, we'll do a randomizer, mm-hmm. and we'll contact you if you win, and give us your address, and we will mail it out to you. We will pay for the mail. And is this open internationally? Um, or just U.S. right now? You know what? You decide. No, don't put that pressure on me. I hate it when you do that. You decide. No. Because we do have international listeners. We have a few in Sweden. Mm-hmm. We have a few in the UK. And now we have a few in Australia. Australia. So I think it's fair that if we have listeners, I think it's fair that we open it up to everyone. So if you want a free game, we'll pay for the shipping. And in the in the message, let us know what you guys want to want us to talk about. Let us give us a couple of ideas what you want us to talk about. We do have uh, one idea that we had mentioned on our last podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing that one our next podcast. Yep. So, and that's brand loyalty. Which I don't know. I think that might be you and Tom. Or me and you. I really don't have a brand loyalty. You do, if you think about it. Yeah, I like Munchkin, but, you know. It's a brand. Steve Jackson. I know it's Steve Jackson, but I think it would be better if you... Steve Jackson. <laughs> Sorry, it's late. It was kind of a hectic week. I was ready for the big kids to go back. I'm not going to lie. It was very nice to have a quiet day, and I got a nap today, so I'm happy. No, you didn't get a nap. Okay. I didn't get a nap. But I think it would be better... If you and Tom talked about brand loyalty, or me, anyone. I mean, if yeah, if any of our listeners would like to uh, get in on this topic next Sunday, let me know. Mm-hmm. Give me an email, Average Joe's Gaming Podcast at Outlook dot com. 
more than welcome to to get in on this subject. So, you have anything else to add? Um, I don't think so. All right. Well, that's it for me. Till next time. Bye-bye. If you'd like to leave feedback, please do so at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast at Outlook.com. Leave us a rating on iTunes or Amazon or Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever format you're listening to us on. Love to hear from our listeners. 